0: They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, heal your deepest hurts, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome. Today I want to talk about another topic that I think is very important and timely right now and also near and dear to my heart. And this is about people that have the gift of intuitive empathy. And intuitive empaths are people who have big and compassionate hearts and who because of that feel the feelings, emotions, and sometimes pains of other people as if they were their own. Empaths are beautiful souls, most often old souls, who have a beautiful gift of compassion to share with the world right now. And this is definitely a period in our history where we need more beings with those beautiful, open, compassionate hearts. However, During times of crisis and really all times, empaths can sometimes, because of their wide open hearts, become overwhelmed by the pains of the world and take on actually the energy and pain of others as if they were their own. And so because of everything that's going on in the world right now, and because this is always a good and timely topic, today I'd like to talk a little bit more about what it is to be an empath, how empaths came to be, and also some tools that empaths can use every day, but especially right now when energies are so heightened and the world is in such a, a point of crisis and a difficult place to navigate, stay safe, and share their beautiful gifts with the world. So here we go. So as I said before, empaths are very compassionate, sensitive souls who can feel the pains and experiences of others as if it's happening to them. Sometimes someone with empathy will actually like feel the pain in someone else's body, Um, or their loved ones, and sometimes too, they just pick up on the overall emotional tone of the world. When an empath sees a news brief about someone suffering, if they're not careful, their heart will immediately open, go to that person, and may feel the need to take some of that suffering on. And if this sounds like you, although that is a beautiful offering and a beautiful thought, it is not only completely unnecessary, but it is not helpful for you or for humanity. And so what I want to talk about a little today is how someone with these empathic traits can really stand in their own light, stand in their own energy, and start to use that beautiful light that is within you to shine it out and shine the way for others who might not quite be there yet without stepping on their path or in their lane or trying to fix or change anything about them or take on the suffering that they might be experiencing right now because it's always my understanding that as hard as it is to say and experience that, right? Your suffering, even if you drink it in from someone else, is your own special gift for you to work on and for you to work through. And that doesn't mean we can't have compassion for others. And it doesn't mean that we can't support others and guide others to the extent that they're open to that. But what it does mean is that we are called here to experience our very own lives and to stay in our very own lane and that we don't have to worry about what other people are doing. And we can understand that they too have a right to their experiences and we don't need to get involved and we don't need to interfere. Empaths often believe, mistakenly so, that if I can feel it, that must mean I'm supposed to do something about it. And again, friends, you feel other people's feelings as an empath because you are such a kind, loving soul and because most likely you have lived many, many lifetimes in different bodies experiencing different perspectives which have brought you to this place now where you do have compassion and you do have that beautiful ability to put yourself in other people's shoes. And I will tell you, I love that about you. It's beautiful. It's what the world needs right now. Empaths sometimes get confused that there are people in the world who have not developed that level of compassion, right? And we look at them and we're like, oh my God, what, you know, we, we think everyone works like us, but they don't. And people that have not developed that beautiful perspective taking, as much as you would like to jump into their skin and show them the light, they have to learn it for themselves. And so oftentimes when you are around someone who hasn't learned compassion or is just in the infancy of learning compassion, it's important not to try to teach them by taking on the consequences of their actions, which is often suffering Not that all suffering is consequences of poor actions. I'm not saying suffering is punishment, but what I'm saying is the more that we assume that other people's pain and suffering means that something's wrong with them or wrong with life or wrong with us, the more we contribute to that suffering. When we allow that the suffering of ourselves and others is part of the plan until it's not needed anymore, And until we learn to love and hold ourselves through those difficult experiences, we will continue to be trapped in the cycle of suffering. So the best thing that you as an empath can do for someone who's having a difficult experience is to honor them, to soothe the place that is hurting in you, and also to respect the integrity of their experience. This does not mean that you should cause suffering in others. But again, as a compassionate heart, you probably don't do that on a regular basis on purpose. And when you do, you probably catch yourself and chastise yourself all fine on your own, right? Because you have compassion and you know innately when your actions are missteps. Okay, and when you don't, you will continue to learn, and that is okay too. It also doesn't mean to have that mental construct we sometimes have of, well, you know, you earn this, you deserve it, you know, deal with it. No, you can still have compassion for other people's missteps, mistakes, and even those strange misfortunes that seem to fall out of the sky for us. But the deeper truth is life always happens for us. And so while you can have compassion and you can put yourself in the shoes of people who are suffering, and again, that's a beautiful gift because it helps you love them and love them through their experience, you don't have to have the pain with them. Chances are too, friends, because many empaths are very old souls, that at some point in your history, you experienced what they are experiencing right now. Yep, I'll say it again. Chances are, my old soul friends, when you feel drawn to the particular pain and suffering, there is a chance that you experienced a similar thing in this life or a past life, and it might still be hurting in you a little bit. So rather than jumping into someone else's lane, bring yourself back into your very own body and heal and soothe yourself. Not only is it the faster, more effective way to grow and heal, Not only is it the bestest way to soothe yourself, but it will also help you do the work where you have the most control, which is always by tuning into your very own experience. So empaths often feel an innate desire or drive to be of service. They feel, again, because they are so compassionate, because their hearts are so open, they just are naturally drawn to being of service. And sometimes this can be service in, you know, the way like I'm a counselor or I'm a doctor or I'm a healer or I'm a coach or I'm a massage therapist or I'm a nurse. And sometimes it can just be, you know, if you're in business, you know, you always are looking out for the other guy, administrative assistant, right? You're you're just, you're feeling whatever you're doing, you feel that strong call to serve. And this, my friends, is a beautiful thing. Some of you I'm being prompted to share too in your personal relationships, maybe not in your business relationship, but you're always the person that people come to because they know you have this kind, open, and compassionate heart. (sighs) Ah, and again, it's a beautiful thing. Please don't change that about yourself. But do know, again, to have those proper boundaries and understand on the deepest level that being of service does not mean that we sacrifice ourselves unnecessarily for other people. It doesn't mean that we take on or share in their suffering. And sometimes it means in certain cases that we do nothing because there is an infinite amount, maybe not an infinite amount, but there is a whole lot of suffering in this world. And that is unfortunate. And of course that will make, you know, your heart, (laughs) you make you cry a little bit, but Again, it is not your job to take all, (laughs) saying that made my heart hurt a little bit, but again, it's not your job to take on all that suffering or to vibrate at the level of the pain in the world, which empaths sometimes want to do, because all that does is bring your energy down, and if you look at earth like a big collective soup, I like to think of it as a soup, and if you look at suffering like the salt in the soup, right, A little salt is part of how the soup is supposed to taste. But if you notice the soup is salty, you don't add more salt. What we need in this world is balance. And actually what we need is a little bit less salt because that soup right now is way salty. And so those of you who have awakened your compassion and those of you who are not suffering in the moment do not need to partake in the suffering of others because what that does is that lowers the vibe of our collective energy and to use the soup analogy it makes for an inedible and really uncomfortable soup so really what you're here to do is hold your own vibration and of course if you're having a hard time yourself there's nothing wrong with that sit with that soothe yourself get support heal yourself but as soon as you walk out of your lane into someone else's life path you're just sprinkling more salt in that soup and it it doesn't serve I often teach empaths a really nifty way when you feel that call to be of service in a relationship or with an individual. There's a really neat set of steps that you can go through in your mind to see if this is the time that you are being called to serve. Remembering, first of all, that we are not always the one. There is, again, plenty of pain in the world and you are not responsible for all of it. You're not responsible for any of it. But again, karmically, it's it's just, you know, it's almost narcissistic of us to think, right, that it should all be on our shoulders. That's ridiculous. And of course, there's a greater plan. And the spirit, God, however you want to think about it, the divine, it's got our backs. So we don't have to think as humans that we got to take it all on. That's just silly. Yeah. And sometimes true, trusting in that greater divine force can help us both be okay and surrender our own pain and suffering and also allow that others to have that beautiful divine guidance, even when it doesn't feel like that and that the divine has got this and that all we need to do is to tune into ourselves and our inner wisdom and figure out how we individually are meant to show up. And sometimes, my friends, that means doing nothing. Okay, just again, because there is a pain, because someone is suffering every single time and you are brought attention to it, that does not mean that you have to jump into the soup. But sometimes we are called to serve. And so in those cases, when you really feel it like, nope, this is mine, this is something that I feel karmically called to do, and that again comes from your intuition, In those cases, it's really great to tune into your intuition and ask very specifically, how? How am I being called to serve? So the first question is, am I being called to serve? Because as I said before, sometimes you're not. And the second question is, how? How am I being called to serve? And friends, this can look different in different situations for different people at different times and sometimes sometimes. How we're being called to serve is not at all what we think. Sometimes we're being called to serve with a little bit of tough love, right? Empaths generally are not the tough lovers of the world, but sometimes we can be, right? Sometimes we're being called to serve by setting firm boundaries with somebody and saying, I would love to be of service to you and help you, but right now your behavior is not cool and the best way I can serve you is to set a boundary and say, that's not okay. Friends, that is actually service. Other times, we may feel the call to do something, offer a service, be a listener, and that's beautiful. When it comes from that deep place where you feel like, yeah, this is the thing that I am called to do, oh my gosh, by all means, if you feel called, and that is a really great place to start. But I stopped myself there, and you might have heard that, because there is a third question, and the third question, in some ways, is the very most important question to ask. And that is when you feel that you are being called to serve, you always have to ask yourself, do I want to do this? Am I willing to do this? The reason we need to ask this question is because if you feel every time that you feel called to serve that you must act, you've given away your free will. You've given away your choice. And again, it puts us back in that martyr mindset it also will block your ability sometimes to hear your intuition, right? Because sometimes we hear that inner guidance or we block that inner guidance rather because we don't wanna hear it because we're not sure we actually want to act on it. So allowing that third question gives you a little bit of space to hear your guidance and then make a decision. And please know if you feel the call to serve, if your guidance gives you a specific way to serve and you don't feel ready yet or you don't feel willing, And it really was the right thing to do. Don't worry because the universe will give you more opportunities. So no mistakes can really be made. It's always better to listen to where you're at now. That's always the right choice. And if you need to say no in this moment because you're not ready or you're not willing, that is totally fine. You will get another chance if such a chance needs to happen. And again, sometimes the right course of action is saying no. So, those of you listening today, mull over these questions. I'm going to go over them one more time because they're a little bit tricky. And, you know, see how this shows up in your life. When you feel the pains of other people, when you feel someone close to you in your life or just, you know, strangers or I mean, right now, there's no dearth of um, information about people that are having a rough time through the current COVID crisis, but really, even when things are not as crazy as they are now, you know, the world is such a place that we can always, if we choose, tune into the suffering of others, because many people's life path, unfortunately, up until now, is still about suffering. Yours does not have to be. You have earned a little bit of freedom, my friends, but... Many human beings are just still on that path. And again, no judgment, not saying one is better than the other. And I'm certainly not saying suffering is inevitable, but if it's happening now for someone, it's what's meant to be in that present moment. And it's not your job to take it on. So the three questions are, again, to ask yourself, am I being called to serve? And if the answer to that question is yes, how am I being called to serve? And am I willing to do it? And I invite you, over the next couple of weeks, days, however long you want to practice this, notice those times when you go into that sense where you feel like you're taking on someone else's stuff. <sighs> Be kind to yourself. Tune into yourself. And then ask yourself these questions. Remember that you never got to do anything that you don't want to do. And it is not Uniquely your responsibility to heal the world. The best thing we can do as human beings and as spirits in human form on this collective path called humanity is to love ourselves, heal and be kind to ourselves, and know that we are always loved and supported. And that everyone on this collective mission, just like you, has everything they need within them to thrive and to live the life that their soul intended. And yes, sometimes we are called to be of service, but oftentimes being of service means caring for yourself first. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you gain strength, clarity, and growth from today's episode. For more information and to submit a topic that you'd like to see addressed in a future episode, please visit my website, victoriashawintuitive.com, where you'll find the resources to help you step into your power and awaken your own inner wisdom.